This week on the Open Nesters podcast with David Bucci from Home Exchange and Carolyn Abelman, a longtime member of Home Exchange. I think what's also interesting for the, for the Open Nesters is that an Open Nester can basically maybe put their calendar open and they just get requests and you can discover some pretty interesting places. You know, maybe you have a lot of time to, maybe you have a lot of time to travel and you want to go a lot of places and you have to, you don't have to do any of the work of finding a place. Somebody sends a request before you know it, you're going to a place you never heard of before, you never seen wow. it before. They tell you everything about the place to go see and do. Welcome to the Open Nesters Podcast. How will you write Act 3 of your life? Will you be open? Will you welcome the possibilities? Are you going toward your most vibrant, authentic stage of life? Are you curious to discover what's ahead? Are you in a fork in the road and wondering which path to follow? Would you like to hear from others who are already writing Act 3? Hey everyone, I'm Tessa. And I'm Amir. Why be an empty nester when you can be an open nester, living on the edge of your curiosity, on the fringe of your imagination, reinvention, and sexuality? Together, we'll take a journey and explore how rich this stage of life can be when we approach it with an open mind and an open heart. be hearing from a company, a representative of Home Exchange, as well as a longtime member. And she's been doing this for so long and has great stories about something that Home Exchange, we had heard about, maybe yeah. we seen magazines, and we never really looked into it. That's right. And it was so eye-opening for both of us to say, wow, this is so simple if yeah. you're a trusting person, right? For, for somebody <laughs> that have a closer understanding of the travel industry, I have heard about Home Exchange sometimes in the past, but never done anything with it. And now, a few years later, here it is, a huge enterprise with huge inventory, 450,000 homes in their catalog to exchange, and people doing it every day and traveling to places that they never thought they can ever do. So we thought that this will be a great informational uh, interview to expose the Open Nesters, our audience, to an incredible platform which will allow them to travel in this Act 3 of their lives. And we have a great uh, little promo code for you that they provided for us for the Open Nesters. Just stay tuned till the end and we'll give you the discount code. So let's get to it and hear from David and Carolyn. Welcome to the Open Nesters podcast, Carolyn and David. And you are Welcome. not you are not Open Nesters together. You are an unusual pair <laughs> for, for, our, for, for our regular interviews that we do with two different people who are perhaps Open Nesters together, like we are, Amir yeah. and I. Uh, yet we're, I found you because I was interested in all the options that people do at this stage of life and home exchange came up and David was very responsive as the marketing person to say, Hey, that sounds like a cool way to get out there. And so David is here to talk to a little bit about the idea of home exchange and the company and some of the stats about how people are doing that in this stage of their lives. And Carolyn, I'd love um, for you to start us off. Yeah. And also we would like to know why it's becoming a trend 
now rather than, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Well, actually, David, if you want to respond to that one, why don't you give us your professional perspective on that? And we'll go into some of the personal stories for Carolyn. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I think, well, there's many reasons to get into it. I think for one thing that, you know, Home Exchange excels at is I think the fact that we make it accessible. Home Exchange, when the, when the company was originally created, um, it was a catalog with slow mail. Um, so it was people looking in the catalog, choosing a home, and then sending a, you know, a written letter to organize the exchange. I think nowadays with the internet and everything, and we've, we've just like facilitated the exchange a lot easier. Um, so now people can search easily on the internet. They can message over the internet. Um, home exchange offers great guarantees that help people to, you know, in case of cancellation. So we're, just, we're backing, you know, members to help organize that exchange. And I think just, you know, with all these reasons together, it's just, um, it's been really taking off a lot lately. Well, do you think also has to do with besides technology or people, are there trends that people's perspectives are changing and they're younger in life? And we'll talk to Carolyn about that, but they're looking at their lives, not in the same old retiring way. I mean, re old retiring, it sounds like I love the word getting older, but in the same traditional maybe ways of how we retired in the past, as we go talk about older you know, people in our age group. So what you're saying is it's been, around for, uh, from a catalog, from like a regular catalog order type of a deal. And now grew up uh, with an internet platform, so to speak, right? And you think that it's become more trendy today because of the accessibility or because there's also uh, uh, more demand for it or it's uh, a little bit more in fashion or a fad or whatever? Well, honestly, so accessibility obviously made it easier and brought it, I'd say, to the masses, I'd say. In terms of uh, interest, there's definitely been increased interest. I think that um, people are just more open to the idea. I think social media and everything, people just, and they trust more. Um, there's more information out there. Um, so people are, are interested in, in terms of a, a vacation offering, home exchange is also very different. My feeling around this, and I, and I think a lot of members that I've spoken with, um, you know, different open nesters and, you know, people of all uh, age groups, uh, they, they all pretty much agree that I think home exchange offers you a true possibility to discover something new. Um, I think, you know, many of us, uh, we've, you know, we've all seen very common touristic destinations. Um, and even those are still options of people to travel to with, um, with home exchange. I think people just want to, you know, they, they, they want to break down the, the, how do I say that they, they want to break the barrier of sort of the tourist wall. Um, they want to discover new things, um, meet new people and explore just, you know, different off the beaten track places. And I think home exchange just it's, it's really offering that. And I think as time goes by, it's what more and more people want a unique vacation uh, and meeting new people. And, you know, with COVID and everything the past year and people being cooped up in their homes, um, honestly, we, you know, we see things taking off and I think it's just that reinforcing the fact that people want to get out people and, and, you know, have a true meaningful vacation. Well, to what extent do you actually connect people? That's actually, I, I don't think, I don't know that that's the case at all. And I, Carolyn, you have some experience with that. Beyond, is, does Home Exchange do any of that connecting you to others as well? Or just the fact that you're exchanging homes and then there's a community around you so you meet new people from that local area? Uh, certainly, I think it connects you because you're, you're able to see who's available for Home Exchanges. So you reach out to people and instantly you talk to them. I mean, ideally, they answer you, and they give. They have a good uh, website now because it says your response rate and all that kind of stuff. So you're encouraged to respond to people. Have so, you made friends uh, that way? Yeah. Other, yes. Oh, so tell definitely. Us I was just emailing that. someone today that we went to stay at their place in Italy, in northern Italy, and it was a good. It's a good home exchange story because he was going to give us his 
his father was sick. This is a typical story that I love. This is how, long, love how long ago is this? Oh, gosh, a couple of, about five years ago. And we talked to him about renting his place up in Tuscany. And he was from Rome. And then his father died in the middle of it all. And he felt bad because he couldn't do it. So then he it came in our direction again, you know, like a couple of years after that. And then they love coming to the United States. So he just reached. I felt like I knew him because he shared a lot of personal stuff about his father dying. So uh, that was really fun. And we still I just emailed him today because it came up on Facebook, all the pictures of our stay. And it was, a you know, one of those crazy stories where he had to give us his he was in Rome. He has to give us his iPad to get out of Rome because he just knew we were going to run into something crazy, which we did because it was a Sunday. We'd already gone all the route. He gave us his car. He just said, I'm going to give you my car. And oh, my, my goodness. Wow. It was so great. I mean, these are the kind of ex- experiences I've had that just make me love it because those are the people you just trust. You automatically trust them. I mean, you have to be a trusting person. That's true. You. And you are. Then. But, but I heard you say rent. Uh, did you rent or exchange? I mean, how does no, we this, just exchanged. How does this work? To, yeah, so, let's go into the exchange. Yeah, so. well, and and home exchange has changed since I started, which I started really about 96, 97, when I was in my 40s. So I was just eager to travel. And who would take who takes people with four kids? Right. I mean, you got to think twice about that. <laughs> And so you did school. do it before you were an open nester. Wow, oh, yeah. Cool. I've been doing it 25 years. So, wow, you're a great time. example. Yeah. Awesome. So it's been fun. But I mean, really, it's uh, I've seen lots of groups. I mean, we have more young people, of course, that come and stay. We do have retired people or whatever you want to call them. But we have all of them, all ages. So, so yeah. take me through the process. I'm uh, yeah. listing my home right here in Connecticut for right. an exchange. And now it's appearing in your online catalog. And now you see it and you are, uh, let's say, in Seattle and you have something to do with, uh, with, with coming into this area. Take me through this whole process. How does that happen? So it's very simple. You would reach out and say, are you, I mean, they have a lot of tools that I personally don't use all of them because I kind of like to leave my calendar open, even though I'm not open all the time to, to guests coming. But the way I do it is I just leave it open so that people can say, oh, I'm going to be in Seattle and I would like to be in Seattle in October. And then um, I'll write back and say, well, that and they'll say whether they want to do a reciprocal exchange, you know, like at the same time or if they want to do use guest points. They have that available now that you accumulate points by doing exchanges or letting people use your home. So. Uh, then they just tell you what they want. And a lot of times it doesn't work. I mean, I get lots of requests every week, uh, which is, is fun, but I, I'm not always available to do a, an exchange. Or I can do an exchange with uh, months later and I will pay them guest points. So you can arrange that ahead of time. So, so how many exchanges have flexible. you done? And all of them have been fully trusting and oh, wonderful. How many? At least 30 wonderful. or more. And yeah. for how long? For how long? Well, um, the longest I think has been like um, two weeks. We haven't done any of those. I get a lot of those requests from people that are no longer working and right now because they can work from home anyway, even if they are working um, to stay longer. But we haven't done any of those long ones. Like so you do it with your, with your partner or I mean? Yeah, it's usually with my husband. And when we had kids, we did them with the kids, you know, so and do you meet other people that are single doing home exchanges as well? Do you get requests from singles? Oh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So we went to uh, Florida years ago and a woman, unlucky for her, she had to come to Seattle in the rainy season in January. And she was staying, she was going to do a conference very close to our house. So we stayed at her place in Sarasota, Florida. And she asked me a few times, but she was totally brand new to it and very nervous. And, you know, sometimes people want to meet you and I mean, you're already there. So it's kind of, kind of crazy. What are they going to do if they don't like you? <laughs> but I've never run into that. And, and home exchange, I've only had to ask them for help a few times. And that's just with cancellations during COVID. And cars you exchange too? Is that regular? I've exchanged cars yeah. before. Yep. Awesome. Went to Spain not that long ago. And something David said struck me as being really true is um, we went to a place in Spain that you would never go to. And, and these people wanted to come to Seattle, but we would never go to this little town in Spain. I mean, who knows every little town, right? In another country, but it was just amazing. I mean, we'd know, no, there were no tourists there at all. And it was a, just a beautiful house in the Basque country. Wow, and I and do we took that like now. two other couples with us. I've often taken many more people than, and you just ask permission. I've had people have Thanksgiving at my home with like 20 people showing up for Thank you. Oh, wow. yeah. Wait, so dishes and, and regulations, like, do people just be very clear about, well, you could use all this, but not that? Is it very like, how does Some that people work? are like that, but not many are like that, really. I've never I've experienced one, um, one couple that didn't want us to use their master bedroom, which was, I, I didn't like, really like that because they didn't tell us till we got there. And then they had like signs posted, don't use this room. Oh, use this. But otherwise, people are pretty open. I think wow. I've only had one other couple who said, don't use this China. And but, but I, I never I never close anything down. I just put away my personal stuff and open yeah. up a closet space or drawer space or something like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to understand the model here. Yeah. So you can do uh, an even exchange. I, yep. You want to come to, to, to my place and I'm going to go to your place. Right. But how about if I want to go to your place, but you don't want to come to mine? Can I still do that? You can do it if you want to spend your guest points. Okay. And if I don't have any guest points, then. Well, uh, then we just like, had a couple who did that. And I, David, you, you might buy be them. Can, can, can you David, David, did they have to buy them or. Can you buy the guest <laughs> point in advance <laughs> or, or do. It was a new person. How does this work, David? Yeah. Sure. sure. So uh, maybe explain the, the technicalities of the. the yeah, the I mean, I'm, I'm trying to understand from from a practical standpoint of view. Sure. Uh, can I just uh, go and exchange and exchange and exchange and nobody wants my place <laughs> because it's a, it's a dump or whatever it is. So uh, do, do do I still get to exchange? Does do, do I get it forward or do I have to pay it forward? So, okay. So the way it works is basically everyone that's on the platform that's doing an exchange um, is a is a paying member um, and the annual membership is 150. Okay. So what usually happens is you sign up to the platform. Um, everybody, and I think Carolyn will understand is everybody has skin in the game because when, when you sign up, you're putting your home information, um, you're putting your personal information. Um, so it's not like somebody signs on and only travels as a, as a guest. Um, everybody in the platform is a guest and a host. So 150 um, a year is it annual? 150 per year. Okay. Uh, it's annual. Um, and everybody, everybody's a guest and a host. Um, so for that reason, we ask a lot of information in the beginning, um, which also helps with the trust. And, you know, just because you're, you know, that your home's up there and everyone else's home's up there. Um, we offer, uh, 
three different types of exchanges. Yeah, so we have uh, reciprocal exchanges, um, so a simultaneous reciprocal, which is basically the same time. So I would contact Carolyn. Um, she would come to my home. I would go to her home, same time, uh, same date, same, uh, same, you know, everything is even. Um, and in this case, we would probably say, you know, Carolyn and I have probably conversed a few times, and I would say to her, well, you know what, um, we'll do a zero guest point exchange in the sense that it's just an even exchange. No guest points need. And then when we can also do a non-reciprocal exchange, which is very common actually, um, which is basically maybe Carolyn's free in October and my home is free in November. Maybe I'm visiting family. So I say to her, hey, um, can I go to your home in October? And she says, well, I see you, uh, you have availability in November. Can I go to your home in November? Um, so that's a non-simultaneous exchange because it's just happening at two different times. But it's still one-on-one. -on -one. It's still one on one. It's um, reciprocal, but it's not simultaneous. So is that just called? Yeah, that's just called non, -simul non Yeah, non simultaneous exchange. Usually. Oh, okay, non simultaneous. Okay. Okay. Or yeah, um, and then we also have guest point exchanges, which are the interesting thing. Um, so now, when you put all your home information into the platform, our, our our algorithm shoots out a value of your home. So it's a guest point nightly value of your home. Um, so basically the guest point exchange, the way it works is everyone's home is a guest point uh, value. And then if I want to stay in your home, but maybe I have a no availabilities for the year, or maybe you're searching, maybe you just prefer as a host to just receive guest points because you want to use them at a different time uh, with a different place. Then in that uh, case, we would say it's a guest point exchange and I would give you guest points to stay in your home. And that's so, so how do you, how do you get those guest points? If, if you're like, I'm brand new member, I got in, I want to go to Seattle. I don't have any guest points. How do so I get So all it? brand new members have guest points because we give guest points to members as awards um, for filling out their profile. So once you fill out your home profile, you get, I think it's, um, I forget the number of guest points, but usually members walk away with about 1,250 guest points in total. Is that enough for, for a so one or two it's basically nights? basically enough for one week usually. The average is about one week vacation. That's so good. what a good deal. So, Members try, usually what happens is um, there's sort of a, a, how do I say, a, a, not a trust barrier, but like a, you know, a little bit of a fear of exchanging. Um, so people usually, what we do is those, with those initial guest points, people usually test out the platform. Um, and then that's usually the moment where they, they go on a vacation, they stay in someone's home. They're like, wow, this host was really nice. And wow, I would love to host this person in my home. They make that connection. They understand that home exchange is, you know, they understand it's a great platform to organize their vacations. Uh, and then usually that's the point where people start really opening up their doors to then host other people. But How we do also have members who just host for the first time without even doing exchange. So. If you're an open nester that enjoy traveling and you like this episode, please check out episode number two, The Gypsy Nesters, or episode 10, The Traveling Vagabond, or even episode 15, Open for Business in Tuscany. How many members do you have and what's the stats of the ones that are kind of in this open nester category? Sure. So um, we have around, I think it's 450,000 listings, um, I believe is the official number. And we have, I'd say, so of that, of those listings, I would say that um, of all the members in our community, we have about 30%, 32% are empty nesters. Um, so people who have children. Open nesters, yeah. People they're, they're open to home exchange, that's exactly. for sure. Exactly. Um, and then we have, and then what's interesting is that, so 30, 32% is open nesters and retirees. 
Um, and then we also have about 30% of families. So people uh, like younger families or maybe younger children. Um, so there's always the large population of the audience is, is you know, families um, and people who've had families. And then we have some solo travelers and some younger travelers as well. Um, but definitely majority is, uh, I would de definitely say the open nesters are majority. Wonderful. This is good, good stuff for us to hear. So Carolyn, tell us a little bit about like your first experience and, and was there the, that was with maybe your children and then the one that you did perhaps as an open nester and how that was different. Well, the first one we ever did, I ever did, it was back when I think I had AOL or Juno or some <laughs> crazy email system. It was pretty fun. But I talked to this woman in Memphis, actually. I think she reached out to me because she said, oh, I don't know if anybody wants to come to Memphis, but if you do. And I said, well, and she had a house in Memphis, the same house that was in, they actually rented it to the firm people. You know, the movie, The Firm with, what's yeah. his name? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yes, thank you. Whoa, Tom like Cruise. So we're like, oh, wow. Are you kidding me? Get to use his, what he used, the toilet and everything. <laughs> anyway, we went there and she had another house on the Tennessee River, a big house in Mississippi near Memphis. And she also had a pontoon boat and she had cars. And she was probably, I was about 45 or something, and she was like 65. And, and she was such a wonderful role model to start with Home Exchange because she had this incredible house. All of her houses were beautiful, original artwork. I mean, I'm like, are you kidding me? And then she had our four kids, 11 to age 16. I mean, really, I don't know if I would have ever let that oh, Wow, brave woman. <laughs> Brave woman. And she, we went to Mississippi. We went to the other house. We used the pontoon boat. We couldn't understand a thing that guy was saying because he's from Mississippi, you know, and it was always our kids would like, they all had such interesting responses. Like either they thought it was cool or it made them really nervous that anybody would give them all this stuff for free. But to the, to a, a child, the four kids, they, today they're like, that was one of the best experiences of trust because this one, and then she came later to our house. She hung out with my in-laws. Wow. She used their house in Oregon and it just morphed into a nice friendship. And in fact, she, her husband just died. They're like 85 now. And so um, I've kept in touch with her all these years. I love this story. The so, great, so, so yeah. there is some kind of a community among all these people that exchange homes. Yeah. You feel that. Yeah, definitely. Do you guys do anything through Home Exchange to bring them together? Is there ever like Zoom meetings or different times to chat or, or is it just on their own? They, there's no official, is there an official, more official way? Oh, we used to do member events uh, before. <laughs> uh, yeah, getting together is a little difficult. We tried to do when, when COVID first struck, we tried to do some Zoom meetings actually with a, like a bunch of different people and it was very hard to get everybody together. Um, but, you know, who comes, who, who says they're going to come and, and everything. It's just a little hard to coordinate, but everyone's busy schedule. Um, but, yeah, we plan on doing some more member meetups uh, once, you know, once things you know, open up more. Well, I'm sure you've had a big fallout as, as all the travel industry. You know, this has been a really, really rough, uncertain time. And so have you stayed in touch with some of these friends from all over the world, Carolyn? And, <coughs> and as an open nester, are you connected with people at this stage of life just to talk about other locations that they go to? I mean, do you exchange information that way? 
Uh, you know, people, it really depends on the person, how much they like to talk to you. And as I, you know, as I get older, I like the people that will talk more because you get to know people pretty darn quick, you know, just even with those simple, some people don't, they just don't, you just don't really know what their motivation is. For example, we met this one couple and we went to their house in Santa Fe and it was an incredible house. Another one of these where you're like, why are these people doing home exchanges? They're rich. They have stuff from all over the world and they don't need to do it for financial reasons, you know, but um, they were this the kind that I feel like I am. They were opportunistic. They liked the opportunity. David mentioned this earlier, where people like the opportunity. You might not ever think to go somewhere. And they used all we have a beach house in Oregon and we have a cabin in the mountains near Seattle. They used all three of our places and um they just thought that was such a fun thing to do, to use all three places during their exchange time. So, so nice. And so when you really, when you connect with them, is it on like this way on Zoom or do you talk on the phone? What's, how do you, how do you stay connected? Usually just email and then sometimes phone. I mean, sometimes people want to talk to you personally. So they see, especially older people, I have to say, this is probably true. They, they don't feel comfortable always just knowing this stuff is on, online. Like who knows it, even though it, it's really, very safe. Are there reviews? the first time they do are it, they're not sure this is, yeah. Safe. Are there, re- are there reviews person. for a person like David, like yeah. the way Airbnb does? So you can check like on people's reviews. Like a super host? Yeah. yeah. It's, well, you don't, they don't really have, I mean, they have review systems. Which yeah, we don't have super hosts or anything. We, we, yeah. we, we just have, we have reviews. It's simple. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're, we're, we're trying to find a way actually to, to make it more like human in the sense and, and take away that, that star rating. Um, just because yeah. we don't, you know, we, it's tricky right. because it's hard to, to, to do that, but I think we found a way, but I'm not going to say anything because that's, that's oh, coming. Well, good. It's something coming. Okay. So, yeah. and Carolyn has, how about as an open nester, since your kids, um, you know, yeah. how, first of all, how was it for you when you first, if you can think back of that stage, when you, your last child left the house, since you had already traveled so much, did you have any, like, how was that transition for you and how, how did home exchange fit in? Well, we did travel, but not as much nearly as we're able to do now. So that was a big bonus. And it's something that I've always liked to do because my my dad died when I was young. My mother never knew how to drive. And so I was always wanting to travel. So it connected me with other people that are like that too. You know, opportunistic people, people that are looking to go somewhere different, new and it doesn't have to be that special of a place, but you, you might end up somewhere where you'd never ordinarily go to. And, you and I think, you know, of course, it's easier without kids, but I went through, I, I listened to some of your podcasts and I thought it was interesting. Just it, it takes you a while to uh, recover from child rearing <laughs> or to have children living with you. Right. I mean, it's a good thing. And then it's a sad thing. And it's all those things combined, but it right. sure does make travel a lot easier. And we've had our kids come with us even as adults sometimes too. So, which is really fun. Um, it just builds their trust too in humanity. We need all that we can get these we days. We need all we can get. And are they, are they travelers like you because of it? They're not all. Some of them are. I'd say about three, three out of four are. And one is just more of a homebody person. And some would never do it themselves with their homes. I think that's interesting. Just like you have to be that kind of right person to feel comfortable with that. And David, out of those uh, 32% that you said that are empty open nesters, 
Do you know anybody talk to you about the reason that they like to do it in that stage of their life? Is it any particular reason or just because it's a good deal? It's a sense of community or is there any other reason that uh, um, well, couples well, are doing like, it in that stage of their life? Yeah, I think there's a lot of good reasons. I think the sense of community, like meeting new people is, is definitely a plus. You know, I, obviously, you know, people, open nesters, they have uh, more free time on their hands. Maybe they're retired. Um, you know, as Carolyn pointed out, you know, no more children in the house means you have more time. Um, I think what's also interesting for the for the open nesters is that, um, and Caroline said this a lot, she said, I got a request from, I got a request from, and, you know, I think it's interesting because, you know, an open nester can basically maybe put their calendar open um, and they just get requests and you can discover some pretty interesting places. You know, maybe you have a lot of time to, maybe you have a lot of time to travel and you want to go a lot of places and, you know, you, have to, you don't have to do any of the work of finding a place. Somebody sends a request. Before you know it, you're going to a place you never heard of before. You've never seen wow. it before. They tell you everything about the place to go see and do. So it's like a, it's, it's, it's like a basically a all-inclusive vacation in the sense That's of right. yeah, yeah. To, a, to, a, to a destination that you've never heard of. I love it. I love this. It makes me like I have the chills thinking about trying this, which I cannot believe we have not done yet. So this is so cool for me to talk to you. No, I can see where people at this stage of their life would be more open to use exchange because, you know, the, the, also their home is more available because there's no kids in it. So right. they can exchange it uh, very easily and they can go somewhere else and they can, you know, it, they may not need a, a seven bedroom home uh, in exchange for whatever they have, whether it's an apartment in New York City or is it a big house in the countryside? So I can see where that is becoming a little bit more trendy with the open nesters rather than just families. But, and you know, obviously almost a third of your customers are really open nesters. So I can see that. Carolyn, do you have any other things that pop to mind that you would love to make sure to share before we um, say goodbye? I don't know. It's a, it's been a really fun experience because it feels a little bit more exciting than just calling your travel agent. I mean, I've, I'm saving, I enjoy saving money too. Then I can spend my money on going more places. So it's definitely a big plus, but there's just something a little more human about it. I think that it really appeals to me. And um, the friends that I've talked, talked into home exchange, they either are, Instantly, they're like opportunistic travelers, that's what I call them, because they'll go, oh, yeah, these people said they would, instead of staying at their house in Mexico, they'll take us on a raft trip because they're a rafting company and they go on a raft trip or they do something crazy like that, you know, that's totally different. And but they have that appealed to them instantly. And other people, no, not so much. You know, you have to have it just nice the way you like it, like if you went to a hotel. Right. So. I it's very appealing to me. I'm happy to pay every year. I just think like. Yeah, I mean, over 400,000 listings. That's quite a bit. Amazing. Quite a bit of choice. Yeah, yeah, quite a bit of choice, quite a bit of destination, quite a bit of sizes and types and styles of homes uh, worldwide for that matter. Yeah. So the open nesters that are listening to our podcast right now, if they want to go somewhere where they always thought about it, it would be a great idea for them just to browse through the catalog and the inventory that you have, wouldn't they? What's that website that uh, they can do that with? Um, homeexchange.com is the, the website, homeexchange.com. Yeah, you can sign up. Um, once you sign up, you can browse a bit. Uh, you do have to uh, qualify your home. So it means that you do have to add information. Like you basically have to reach an 80% 
um, profile fill rate. Um, so basically means that we have a certain level of information about your home. All the information always remains private. It's only ever communicated to the other person once the exchange is finalized. Um, but once you fill out your profile to 80%, so you sign up, um, you can start to, to look at other homes. Okay. Yeah, when you sign up, you can then browse a bit. You can Once you click on the home, you can't see some of the images until you fill out, until it's 80%. It. But you can see like how many homes and what kind of homes are in certain destinations. Uh, so and how many still... points they are, which is really cool. Okay, awesome. Yeah. We, we get it now. No, we get it. I'm look, we're looking at your website right now. So yeah. Quite impressive. Good. David, is there anything else you want to make sure that we haven't covered that you'd like to add? No, I think we covered most everything. I think, um, and, I, and Caroline touched upon it, and you know, we, we always try to uh, say that home exchange is a good savings angle. Like you're, you're basically only paying uh, $150 per year uh, to go on as many exchanges as you want. Uh, so it's, you know, it's, it's not a lot. And for somebody who's tight on a budget, um, you know, maybe it's no brainer nester, for me. Yeah. If you're an empty nester, maybe you're retired and you're on a fixed income. You know, it's definitely a, a good way to travel. Right. Uh, I'm just still unclear. I mean, I'm stuck. Maybe David, help me out. If nobody wants my home and I ran out of my 1250 introductory grass point, what do I do now? <laughs> I think you'd be very surprised about the number of people who contact you who are, are interested in your home. I, I see. Okay. People, people right. always have that feeling. I feel, I feel much better now. I feel much better but about it. If you need some extra guest points, you can do, you can, um, we have like, um, we, we have certain ways you can refer more friends. You can, um, you can uh, help us with our blog content by sharing maybe a, a past story that you did. Um, so, you know, sh you know, spreading the love of home exchange and, and earning a few more uh, guest points. So it's, it's possible. I see. So you create this currency. For the members, in a, in a way. <laughs> yeah. It, so it, I usually say to people, it's a digital currency, but it's yeah. not, it has no value outside. We have, I have to make sure I say that. Right. There's, 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 there's no, no value outside, outside of the exchange. <laughs> yeah. But before, it was weird because before we first started, we were, Home Exchange was one of the original um, sharing economy companies. Yeah. And to some degree, we were one of the original digital currency companies, <laughs> but we're not, we're not a digital currency. Um, we're, you know, there's so many now that. It, it, it's, a, it's a straightforward barter. That's what it is. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a barter. It really is. And, you know, you basically equalize almost everybody, even though in some cases, you know, some homes are worth more guest points per night and some less. It's still creating some kind of a, a, an, equal, an equal grounds landscape for everybody. Exactly. And, you, and you'd also be surprised how many times people also say, you know what, like zero guest points um, would just do the exchange. You know, I trust that, you know, my home is open to you at some future date. Um, so guest points are there just to facilitate, make things easy. Right. No, you definitely got at least one new client. Uh, yeah, Tessa yeah. and Amir of the Open Nesters will definitely join the home exchange. It is a fabulous idea for all of our audience. Certainly the one that are looking to travel more and opening their uh, homes to others and create that community and camaraderie. So uh, we will certainly uh, promote that. That uh, is the only website that they have to go to, homeexchange.com. Yeah. And I love what you said, Carolyn, about even what your kids, you, the expression your kids use. I almost like this trust experience idea. Like yeah. we need more trust experiences in this world. So here you go. Got a great trust experience to just get out there and try it. It just sounds so good. Yeah, you can't um, get much closer to people than uh, using their home. And their no, bed. it's sure. so personal. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. life. It's life trust. 
for sure. For really. That, that's fabulous. Thank you both so much for your time today. Well, we welcome. appreciate uh, We will definitely air that in the next few weeks. Uh, you, we will let you know when it's aired. And I think that you've done a tremendous service to all of our audience. Thank you. So both. we thank you. We thank you for joining us, Carolyn and David. Happy we got to yeah. share a story. Thank you thank very much you. for having What a wonderful, wonderful option for open nesters. The platform gives you so much flexibility, don't you think, Tessa? Absolutely. I kind of wish we did that with our kids now that I'm a little regretful listening to her because the fact that it opened up that trust experience that I feel like we so need more of in the world because we manifest what we are open to, what we're open-hearted to. When we open our homes, yeah. we're opening our lives and we're and I, there's just so much more to learn from that experience of going places we've never been into non-tourist places. I, I really, I yeah, really want to like, do that. I like that too. And, yeah. you know, uh, we maybe have missed the opportunity to doing it with, uh, with the kids, but we certainly as open nesters, we can certainly travel more and uh, use this platform for exchanging our home for others and go to some places that we have never been before. I like that a lot. And, I think that most of our uh, audience that like to travel can use that platform. Absolutely. I think that we're certainly going to become members, check it out, and try it for sure. And we'll get back to you and let you know if we were able to do any of those uh, home exchanges. Did you say something about a promo that they give you? Yeah, and before that, I also want to say that, for example, I've been wanting to go to Costa Rica, and we didn't make it on that trip that we were hoping, and we, we were there with our kids years ago. But if we want to try to do a couple of weeks there in a place that we hadn't been, that might, I'm really excited to kind of offer our homes and see how that goes already this winter. Yeah, okay. And and as long as they don't have to kick me kick out. Kick out you and our son. I mean, it doesn't have to be reciprocal. <laughs> they, could, they could come, like he said, next, we, which we I hadn't realized, next summer. So, so we're going to look into it. I hope you will, too. All you have to do is, is go to, uh, obviously, homeexchange.com, and there's, there's a place for there's a discount code, and you'll put in... Open nesters, that's two ends in the middle, 10 for 10% off of the $150 first year membership. This offer is good until December 31st, 2021. Fantastic. I wish uh, all of you to take advantage of it and join that exchange and start traveling to places you've never been before. And if you like uh, this episode, you like what you heard, leave us a comment on our website. That's theopennesters.com. The Open Nester, double N in the middle, S at the end. Leave us a comment. Tell us what you think, which episode you like. Also, there's a survey that we'd like you to fill if you don't mind. It will help us determine exactly what other topics Open Nesters really like to hear. So please do so. And Tessa, we have a Facebook. And there's a great discussion. We love to have discussions on the Facebook group. Whenever you can participate in something online especially with a closed private group at the open nesters or you could find us on all kinds of social media it's at t open from twitter and we're on instagram and facebook the open nesters so i also you know invite you to visit the tessa page of my website because we're we're growing our discussion groups there too and i'm setting up all kinds of interesting ideas and things that you can participate in and again, one more time, we want to thank every one of you that making this podcast so popular and so relevant. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Tessa and I really appreciate you listening, downloading, and subscribing to our podcast. 
definitely the subscriptions help so yeah. please do subscribe absolutely and, and also we can get we can get on our email list just by getting on any of those surveys or anything you want yeah. to add is optional yeah and if you just want to just continue to enjoy and listening without doing anything hey that's cool too do you <laughs> that's the idea till next time this is Amir and I'm Tessa and we'll see you on the radio ciao